Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Cleared Cast. Now, we're coming up on the holidays, so I have Jill Hamilton, editor at the news site at clearancejobs.com, and we're going to talk about, uh, it's a holiday episode, so I did want to highlight a couple of stats from the get, or one really, really important stat. There are top holidays for DUI arrests in the United States. And can you guess which one coming up is a part of it? Thanksgiving. Yes. So we're going to talk about being with your family on Thanksgiving, exercising a little bit of patience through your personal life, but also your professional life. And then we're going to highlight, of course, alcohol. So thanks, Jill, for joining me today. How are we doing? We're doing great. We're going to dive right in here talking first about uh, fighting with family or getting a battery charge over Thanksgiving. Uh-oh. You know, you have a lot to be thankful for, lots of turkey. And then there's the family too, to go with it. So this security clearance holder, he had a um, tentative job offer with DHS and just needed his non-sensitive secret clearance. And so he would agreed to, after he got in the fight, <laughs> And the, and the charges, he reported it, right? So that's great. Right afterwards, reported it to your FSO and took all the necessary steps and then agreed to a pretrial diversion program for first offenders for a misdemeanor simple battery charge. And then by 2019, so two years after almost, he's um, the case is closed out. Probation officers said his case was going to be sealed, which... Um, they can still act like it's still, it's still there. Um, but dude, then he lost his job, fell behind even with his, with his bills. Um, so now he's working again, made payment arrangements, which, you know, side note, if you have a security clearance and you have debt, debt, financial considerations, getting into debt, those are issues that do need to be addressed, but showing that you're making payment arrangements to get caught up will actually help you in that whole process of getting a security clearance. So he did the right thing here. He's doing all these right, the right things, right? And he put all the information out on his SF-86, included all the documents for the pre-employment background person, and then he still hasn't heard anything. And now he's worried that it's going to keep taking months. You know, He's like, I filled out the SF-86. I've never been in trouble before this. He had a clearance with another agency, so has to process it and transition it over. So those things can slow down that process of transferring your clearance from one agency to the other. It's kind of a little bit similar to you just get some scrutiny on it when it, it's not as clean of a transfer. It's the same thing like people going for a top secret when they've already had a secret. There is a more higher, you have to re-enter different information. If something's come up from the time that you had the secret granted, that will now be as part included in part of the um, process to get the top secret. They're going to look into that in the background investigation. I mean, obviously, continuous vetting should catch those things now. So it's not as uh, it's a little it should it should come up sooner even when you have that secret. But it's a little bit similar to that when you're processing from one agency to the other. It, it's not as quick and speedy as you'd like it to be because they're going to have to pull at that thread all over again. You may not like it, but they're going to have to do that. Um, so <laughs> 
keep that in mind when tempers flare or you're passing around the mashed potatoes or the sweet potatoes, you know, and uh, somebody says something, you know, just keep the, the, that, that, those thoughts in mind. Like, this is my job. It's, I'm going to have to report this on Monday. So uh, it's a good thing. Good thing to keep in mind for that. Absolutely. Just tune into that parade they're doing the parade this year so think about what you do what you are grateful for right i will say that this person the job offer is with dhs and notoriously dhs suitability takes time and a lot Mm -hmm. of the time is declined so that's the other thing to keep in mind Mm -hmm. here the agency that you're applying with right (sighs) Goodness, the holidays. Are you ready, Jill? Are you ready for Thanksgiving? I mean, it's Thanksgiving. I like it. You get to stuff your face. Yeah, I like Thanksgiving just because there's it's the eat, it's it's the whole meal, the fa- like either family or we have friends over, um, and it's not the stress of presents or kids' expectations for presents. So I feel like expectations are a little bit lower, a little bit more relaxed. All right. So our second story today is talking a little bit more about exercising some patience as you're going through the security clearance process. We had a user with Veterans Day pass and Thanksgiving looming right around the corner, Christmas soon after that. What effect do the holidays have on background investigations and adjudication? They heard that the civilian workforce of the federal government shutdowns Mm -hmm. the month of December a vacation time, you know, slow government, wondering because their own <laughs> file is currently in adjudication, but there may be other folks who are worried about this with Thanksgiving just right around the corner. The slowed communication from facility security officers during the holidays with whatever mm-hmm. sponsoring agency or contractor that you're applying with, you're probably going to experience those. FSOs take vacation. They take time off. It happens. If you're applying for a security clearance and maybe you just applied or maybe your application has been in there for a few months, you you may not hear back within a day or two. And and that's okay. You just need to exercise a little bit of patience. Uh, The government, you know, each agency is going to run a little bit differently throughout the holidays. But in terms of The current news or the current security clearance processing times, there aren't huge delays, thank goodness. But slowed communication, you you definitely could experience during the holidays. I mean, the good news is, I mean, they they picked up a lot of the slack after COVID too. You know, there was a little bit of a setback going remote and then um, they kept pushing forward. And there's some scrutiny, I think, on the deadlines a lot lately. So um, no one wants their quarter numbers to look super terrible sure. <laughs> when they get back into the office in January. So I think that also helps to the higher level of scrutiny. Well, and it, it, may, it, it brings up a story in my mind that we have discussed in the last couple months, Jilly. Uh, don't become <laughs> a stalker sort of security clearance applicant. If you don't hear back and it's the day after Thanksgiving, just cool your jets a little bit. And don't start yeah. calling supervisors and calling random numbers and moving up the chain of command when it's really not necessary. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And it does help too that there's contractors who do a lot of the invest that do the investigative side of um, side of the house for the security clearance process. So, and <laughs> I know a lot of federal employees too. Um, I don't know of any of them who take off an entire month of December. Um, they're like, I would love to do that. That's never been my story. So I don't, and it might just be like one person's out one week, another's another week, but there always has to be a responsible person in the office. Like you can't just, if it's a, if it's a federal working day and not an actual holiday, then somebody has to still be there. So it might slow down things, but it doesn't come to like a grinding halt. So rest assured. That's right. <laughs> Federal employees aren't out there kicking back for an entire month. <laughs> they don't have recess. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about uh, our third story. Our third and final story. This is comes straight from um, one of the Doha cases. Um, so this applicant was 37 years old, married. I mean, they list all these this information when they um, in the court documentation, <laughs> just so, um, you know, and um, he has no kids, high school diploma, employed by a defense contractor as an assembler five, whatever that is. So he's seeking to obtain a security clearance in connection with his employment. So his employer has submitted him for that, says he needs one. He previously was uh, U.S. Navy active duty for three years, honorably discharged. Um, so the key, the guidelines that they have applied to him are alcohol consumption, um, which is the biggest um, issue that he's run into. The government alleges that applicant has engaged in excessive alcohol consumption that often leads to the exercise of questionable judgment or the failure to control impulses and can raise questions about an individual's reliability and trustworthiness. So it's really just as a reminder here, like well, this is an extreme case. So when you're thinking about alcohol and your security clearance, it's really the government worried about uh, moments of rel your reliability and trustworthiness. So anything that's going to impede your judgment um, or impact your um, ability to work with classified information, that is going to be a red flag to them. And it is something that's going to, um, that could be cause for your security clearance to either be denied or to be revoked. So it's just something to keep in mind. So for this applicant, he um, admits to the allegations set forth under this guideline, arrested for drunk driving on five separate occasions over the past 15 years, um, pled guilty to each one of those. And so it gets to the point where he has to drive with um the, the inpatient out, um, it's a device in the, in the vehicle, the interlock is what sure. it's called so that you can, you know, it's like a, I think it's like a breathalyzer inside the vehicle. Um, so anyway, and he's also required to complete a DUI program, sentenced to informal probation, driver's license remains restricted as long as he has the interlock on and in, inside his vehicle. Um, but he's never gotten a diagnosis as an alcoholic. He did he did not in attend any inpatient alcohol treatment. Um, and he did go to some um, Alcoholics Anonymous groups that was helpful. And there was a period of time where he had where there wasn't drinking and then it came back again. Um, and it's never worked through all the steps of AA, does not have a sponsor, but says that could be helpful to me. So um, at that point, 
Doe has no other, the judge has no other um, decision to make other than he denied the clearance, which is what he did. Um, so like just some key things to point out from here. Again, this isn't saying that you can't have a drink. This isn't like the government's trying to watch you with everything you do. This comes down to reliability and trustworthiness and also responsibility. So if you think things are getting to the point like over this, you know, there could be like just the opportunities to drink more and more over the holiday season, they just might present themselves. So if that translates into something more regular or anything increases on that, you know, we all have a lot of stress in our life. One of the things that looked um, more favorably on is taking that responsibility to go to AA or to seek treatment, to seek care. So seeking help actually um, is much, much more helpful in working out any either mental health or alcohol or substance abuse, the treatment is actually a step of um, responsibility and can reestablish reliability and trustworthiness for you. Um, so again, like this is like probably one of the more like clear cut cases, um, but it could still be less than, you know, you might not need five DUIs in order to get your clearance denied or revoked. It could just be one if you're not showing um, a new pattern of seeking help and seeking care and not returning to old ways, if that makes sense. Um, it's just one of those lines to walk, you know, like no one's saying that you can't have a drink. Um, it's not, it's not like drugs or anything like that. The alcohol is different, but it, when it's misused, then that can start to be, have an impact on your security clearance which is what you want to avoid. Absolutely. Drink responsibly, know your own limits. And mm -hmm. when it comes to seeking out treatment, voluntary treatment is always better than involuntary. Mm -hmm. So. Right. I think that's a good point you have on know your limits too. Like everybody has different limits that you might not be able to drink the same level. You might be out at a holiday party. And so not driving home after that and just getting an Uber, even if it's inconvenient, is also something to keep in mind because it <laughs> you don't want to have to report a DUI, even if you only, you might be one of those people who only had one drink and that will put your, your limit above, you put, you put you over the limit and then that's going to be on your record and something you have to report to your FSO, all those things that could be avoided with just an Uber just to be safe. So that's a really great point, Katie, to, to know your limit. Absolutely. I mean, we see it in the news. I've seen it in the news in the last few days and, you know, sports, Driving under the influence, it's it's a huge issue, but it's an avoidable issue. So when it comes to the holidays, you know, thousands of people get arrested for DUIs over Thanksgiving. And so just know your limits and think about, you know, the grand scheme of things, especially when it comes to your career and your security clearance. Yes. So those are our three stories, including tips as you enter the holiday season where... We're kicking off Thanksgiving and then we have Christmas. So everyone drink responsibly. And then for more security clearance news, Doha cases and updates, you can visit news.clearancejobs.com.